0: Well that was a busy weekend, uh, it was actually pretty productive, I'm not gonna lie, hope you guys had a good weekend and were able to get a few things done. I uh, spent much of the weekend studying basically, uh, R- Russian Saturday morning, and then Python in the afternoon and then again with uh, Blender in the evening, actually even on the evening, what was I doing? Oh, Saturday, that's what I was doing, <coughs> I uploaded a bunch of uh, short videos. To YouTube uh, which you can check out uh, it's I think it's kind of neat uh, I've been trying to keep everything like under 20 seconds basically um, and they're all pre-made soundtracks using uh, the my phone and then also some of the Final Cut stuff I think as well uh, so <clears throat> they're not big productions um, yeah the idea is actually to create a nice little short video short clip every day and then at the end of the month compile them all into one larger uh video as well and then publish those all at once um or at least the, the you know the best clips from all of that the idea the, the idea is to get myself a bit more consistent in video publication now because I've been terrible at it for years. Uh, but that being said, I'm thinking after I finish this commitment to Python, which should end around the middle of October, uh, that I might go ahead and focus on another project instead or another, get another project done that I've been thinking about for a while and just have never done. <clears throat> but... That hasn't been decided just yet, so I don't know. Um, but this weekend I did on Saturday. Uh, you'll recall that last week I mentioned that I was able to uh create a QR scanning program using Python, which was kind of neat. It was very short, very simple. And the module it was, I mean, I think it took a little while to uh install everything, but then once I had it, uh, it was very easy and straightforward to uh to create. Things didn't go as well with the image detection or the face detection code that I was trying to do. And this is disappointing because it was one of these things that has a bit more of a broader application and really helps me, uh, helps understand, <clears throat> helps one to understand uh, what all these, what technology is capable of doing and what it's not capable of doing. Um, I've, I've gone on about you know AI video editing, and I've seen one guy at least build uh, an AI video editor. Uh, it is possible, and it, it goes back to this converting the image into a matrix, uh, which is what this uh, face detection program was supposed to do as well. I couldn't get it to work. Um, the co- as far as I can tell, the code wasn't wrong. It was on my computer for whatever reason the OpenCV cv2 module would not work, um, and I don't. And I checked online. I, I Googled it like a good programmer, and couldn't. I found all sorts of solutions that proposed all sorts of ideas, and or the ideas proposed solutions, whichever. <laughs> and uh, I just could not get these things to work. I, they were saying, "Well, maybe you have the wrong." the wrong virtual environment, so I changed that a bunch of times, I updated all of them, I uh, installed the module into every version of Python that I have, probably not a good idea. Uh, even using Python's own idle, like the uh, interactive development uh, thingy, could not get it to work. So am like, right, you know what? After spending a couple hours on it, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm not going to deal with it. I mean, it would have been neat to get, but it's not there, something's missing, something's wrong, um, you know, the one place I did not try it, I did not try it on my cell phone, I don't know if you've ever tried to code on your cell phone, there is an application, PyDroid 3, that I have, um, it's it's a little bit t- diff- more difficult to type out code on a phone, but if you absolutely need to do it, it's absolutely possible, uh, so maybe I'll try on that, I don't know if you can, that's a good question, hmm, all right, well, we'll take a look into that. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, what was it? Oh, yes, I am. It's almost the end of August, and I haven't recorded a podcast episode yet. I'd almost feel bad about this, but this month has been busy, and the this this commitment to Python, and then also I'm doing a little bit of web development too, uh, just because it was you know easy, and working on Blender, and then Russian and Chinese. I kind of feel like I'm back in university again, except... I'm not, <laughs> I'm paying rent, <laughs> uh, quite a bit of rent, and it's coming out of my bank account, uh, which is, I'm not used to doing that while I'm studying so much, but what else would I do during the, I don't know, what do people do during their evenings, I mean I know people with kids, their lives are taken up with intramural sports and a lot of that stuff, but I mean people who don't have kids, what, what else do you guys do, I have no idea, I spend my time learning, if it's not Studying language, I found that I can't really study languages very well at night. It's best to do those in the morning. Uh, but doing something like Blender uh, or even reading, I can do some of that in the evening. And same with listening to podcasts. So that's it's perfectly acceptable to do those, or perfectly um, fine to do that. Capable of doing those in the evening. But that being the case, um, I have contacted a few people about the podcast. Uh, I've got some agreements, so it's just about a matter of time, uh, a matter of um, setting up appropriate time. Uh, hopefully I can get one done uh, this, this month in August, so that'd be kind of neat. Uh, if not, then it's going to be September, although September is going to be a busy work month, I think. And then hopefully, I get some vacation time in September, October, which would be nice. We're going to still try to get out of the city. We're not sure if it's going to work, though. And The other thing I was uh, able to do, I read the... I don't know if you guys know this guy. Derek Sivers? Derek, Derek Sivers? Sivers? He was... Your musician friends will know who this guy is. or They will have heard the name. If they haven't heard of his name, they've heard of his company, or his former company, CD Baby. They were one of the first uh, online music retailers. Like this, he created it back in nineteen ninety seven, nineteen ninety eight, uh, and I remember using them or looking into them anyway. When way back when the Sierra's Tears uh, band was still going, uh, going on, so that was early two thousands, uh, and looking at their services, their products, their services. Uh, I mean, it was just. That it was just such a start back then. And I remember them having some sort of issue with iTunes. And In this book, he actually explains it, how iTunes kind of uh, went to, they took his idea and then didn't give him credit for it. And then when he was like, fine, I'll just, because he was charging people to digitize all the CDs the way that Apple wanted them to have it digitized and so it was going to cost him a lot of time and effort to do this so he just he just charged a flat rate and then steve jobs came out called him out on this at the uh, one of the apple development conferences or one of the apple conferences and he's like all right fine i'll just refund the whole thing and uh we're not i'm not going to ever give my word that we can do something if we don't know if it's not in our control and so it sort of set him on a path to Uh, They were later asked by iTunes to supply a lot of their music, but I guess it was not, CD Baby's more for independent artists rather than for commercial artists. Anyway, so I read this book, and uh, it was kind of neat. The guy's done a lot of different projects, and he's uh, traveled, he's lived in various countries. Uh, I think he, I'm not sure if he's from Britain. I don't know where he's from. I can't remember. Uh, but he's lived in the States. He's lived in Singapore. I remember him being there because he used to blog about it um, not sure if he lived in Malaysia. Maybe it was I was in Malaysia and he was in Singapore uh, But now he's in New Zealand. So uh, yeah, he still has a, a website that's up and going I highly encourage you the book is called anything you want uh, It was a decent read and didn't take very long and not overly difficult at all, which was the whole point of it He wanted to keep it very sil- uh, simple and uh, accessible I should say uh, today was basically a full day on Chinese a full morning at least I uh, broke down my studies into a few different parts uh, I started using Memrise again and the reason why is because I was told that I stopped using it a while ago because it was too simple and I couldn't find any new courses it was very difficult to navigate the course selection but I was told if you go to the website you search there and then you enter the course, you do at least one lesson, then it populates in your phone's application. But it won't unless you complete a certain portion of the lesson. So this is a bit of a fuff about, but whatever. I mean, so I did that with um, a few different courses uh, Russian verbs, uh, ex- explicit Russian, uh, dirty Russian, or something like that. And then also, I did the two levels of HSK 5. So I have both books, HSK5, uh, uh, Shang and Xia, so that's upper and uh, lower, and now I have no excuse basically to not look at these characters, and all these books are, all these courses are just looking at the cor- uh, the uh, the characters uh, for, this, uh, for the whole fifth level, and that's what I'm going to do. So every morning, uh, or at least at some point during the day, I'm going to start reviewing Uh, HSK5 vocabulary and it's just got to be repetitive uh, repetition, go, 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 go after that, did some reading and then uh, I wrote out my last week's class notes, which I find kind of boring, but I have to do I force myself to do it because I want to make it natural to write in Chinese as bizarre as that sounds and are we going to have a thunderstorm? kind of looks like it um... But as well, as bizarre as it sounds that to write in Chinese, I really did, I really do want to make it possible that uh, yep, there's the thunder. <laughs> uh, that I want to make it possible to write all even like the simplest of Chinese sentences, and this is all in preparation to do the HSK five test, which I'm thinking I might still want to do on paper, at the end of this year, and this is in conjunction with the idea that I might do the Russian A2 test here in Beijing as well. It's going to be kind of crazy. So basically, I'd be signing up for the Russian A2 test in November, December, and then the HSK-5 test probably into November... Sorry, not November. It would be into February or March of next year, which puts me basically a full year behind of what I wanted to do. Anyway. Well, and that kind of makes me think, okay, that's the Olympics, and then what... Another year for HSK-6, is it even possible? Who knows? Right, so that's it. Uh, yeah, quite a bit, got quite a bit done. Happy with it. I hope you guys had a good productive week. hope your week is off to a good start. Uh, I don't work until Wednesday and this week I'm going to be doing 60 miles on the bike if I can, so it's 12 miles each way, basically times six, roughly. It's, a, it's an average of 12, so it's not exactly 12. It's like 11 miles there, 13 miles back, I think. and So it's like between 20 and 25 kilometers each way. So yeah, that's going to be my big focus this year, uh, this this week to, uh, to get done. Anyway, I hope you guys are well. Uh, let's get out there and have a good week. All right, have a good one. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.